Welcome back to another podcast episode for Boomer the Service Dog. This month, I'd like to talk about COVID and pets. Now, whether you believe COVID exists or not, let's just look at it this way. What can you do for your pet if they become sick? Um, I'm talking particularly about COVID because obviously you can't put a mask on your dog's nose. And when we go out, I need Boomer with me. Boomer's liable to catch anything. And uh, so, yeah, so we're going to read from the CDC. We're going to read from some articles. And I'm going to share my own experience because you guessed it, I got COVID. That's this month's podcast. So let's start from the top. I was diagnosed with COVID on a Sunday, almost a week ago. I had very few symptoms, if any, that very first day. A little tickle in the back of my throat, a little bit of sneezing, which is unusual for me, and a little bit of a stuffy nose. And I apologize if my stuffy nose still persists. Uh, I'm almost back to normal. I got diagnosed uh, properly at the immediate care center and it turned up positive. By the end of that day, I was feeling terrible. I had originally told my husband, who also had COVID as well, I don't think I'm going to take the monoclonal antibodies. I don't think I need them. And he encouraged me to stay with the course and get the monoclonal antibodies the following day we got scheduled and I'm glad I did because when I woke up the following morning my back was hurting so bad my joints were hurting so bad it hurt to walk I was in excruciating pain I didn't want to move brushing my hair hurt so I'm very glad that I went for the monoclonal antibodies I am vaccinated. I am triple boosted. I had just, the week before I got sick, I had just got the bivariant booster. So it really didn't have time to kick in and help me from getting that sick. So I don't blame the booster. I also don't blame the booster in thinking that that's why I got sick. I know why I got sick. We worked in the schools that that week and the schools had just lifted the mask mandate so you know I can wear a mask but <laughs> if the kids don't wear a mask and they pass by us then this highly contagious strain is uh, out there so I have a feeling that the schools will be back in mask mandates before too long because we'll be back in the red unfortunately and this is nothing to joke about um, Okay, so you say it's like the flu, and some people have had very mild experiences. I'm very happy for you. I know neighbors who have died. I know family members who have died. And yes, one of the family members was getting up in age, but she was by no means ready to check out. By no means. So, you know, when, when you say that you've got uh, comorbidities, I want you to look this up. The greatest comorbidity for a COVID patient that dies is pneumonia. 
Now that's not something that you walk around with. That's something that you acquire. And you wouldn't have acquired pneumonia had you not gotten COVID. Thankfully, these variants are much milder and they're not causing as many difficulties, but it is still putting a hampering on life. And you need to be concerned about your pets. So, long story short, let's delve into what COVID looks like for your pets and what you can do to protect them should you become ill with COVID yourself. Well, when we get sick with COVID, uh, we get a fever, coughing, maybe difficulty breathing, lethargy, sneezing, runny nose. Um, That's exactly what it is for your pets too, believe it or not. Along with uh, possible vomiting, diarrhea. I was trying to blend vomiting and diarrhea. Viarrhea. Is that a new one? (laughs) That's when you have vomiting and diarrhea. Viarrhea. Eye discharge. So keep an eye out for your pet for those type of symptoms. Of course, with a dog, it's really easy to check and see if they have a fever. You just touch their nose. And if their nose is cold and wet, everything's hunkadory. But if it's warm, then there's something wrong. Now, if your dog has just had their nose buried inside the blankets, yeah, it's gonna be warm. So play a little common sense on this and check your dog's nose when they're not burying their nose knee deep in your blankets. That's another thing. If you have COVID, to try and keep it from giving it to your animals, don't cuddle with them, don't kiss them, don't share your food, don't do any of those things that may encourage the spread to the animals. Now, how likely is it that your animal will catch COVID from you? Well, it's highly unlikely. However, those animals that do get it, guess what? There's really nothing you can do for them as far as you can't give them monoclonal antibodies or anything like that. So you need to be very careful and try to keep them from getting it. And if you have animals that go outdoors like cats, then you need to keep them away from other animals. So don't let them outdoors. Like if you usually let them out at night, nope, you're not gonna do that while you're sick with COVID, while you're caring for your pets trying not to let them get COVID because you don't want them to spread it to other animals, do you? Absolutely not. Now here's a word of caution that the CDC throws up and I feel certain that you, my audience members, are smarter than this. Do not wipe or bathe your pet with chemical disinfectants like alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, or other products such as hand sanitizer. Please do not do that. There is no evidence that the virus can spread to people from skin, fur, or the hair of pets. Please talk to your veterinarian if you have questions about the appropriate products for bathing or cleaning your pet. But you do not want to use any of those products, any of those sanitizing products on your pet. And please, I I know you're smarter than this, please do not put a mask on your pet that can harm your pet. There's no mask out there that is made for an animal. All the masks out there are made for humans. Please do not try to put a mask 
on your pet. I know you're not going to because you're smarter than that. (laughs) Well, what happens if your pet does get sick? Well, that's next. Okay, first of all, do not rush your pet to the veterinary's clinic if you think they are positive. Please do not do something like that. First, call your veterinarian. Describe your pet's symptoms. They may recommend that you isolate you and your pet at home. If your your veterinarian recommends home isolation and you're able to care for your pet at home, Please keep your pet at home except to get medical care. Protect yourself when caring for a sick pet by following the same precautions that are recommended for people caring for an infected person at home. Again, cats should be kept inside. Do not allow them to roam. You're going to monitor your pet's symptoms. Keep track of your pet's symptoms. Maybe even keep a log book so that you can see if they're developing new symptoms or if they're getting worse. And if they're if they are, by all means call your veterinarian. Follow your veterinarian's advice. Okay? Uh, now when is it when can you end the home isolation from your pet? Well, if the pet has not shown symptoms for at least 72 hours without medical care and it has been at least 14 days since the pet's last positive test. Now, I'm feeling like this is kind of lagging behind what they're saying to do with humans because uh, for me, you know, I got to go back to work after five days whether I feel like it or not. Uh, as long as I don't have a fever, which I do not. And yeah, I want to get back to work because I'm going crazy underneath this house. So yeah, I want to get back to work. But the CDC is still saying 14 days since uh, the last positive test. That I feel is kind of behind. That's kind of what it used to be in the beginning. But the variants that are out right now are so much more milder and manageable. You'll also want to do follow-up tests for current infections to make sure that they stay negative uh, because sometimes there are uh, places where you test positive, then you don't test positive, then you test positive again. Um, President Biden just went through a stint like that. So you want to make sure that you're not getting your pet involved in puppy daycare or at the dog park too soon. You don't want to infect someone else's pet. So please be a responsible person, be a responsible pet owner. Don't allow your dog to socialize with other animals until you are absolutely 100% over the top sure that your dog is no longer infectious with this disease. Let's talk about the treatments that there are uh, for your pets if they do have COVID because like I said, I got the monoclonal antibodies and almost started feeling better immediately after I left the infusion center. My back didn't feel like it was coming apart. My body aches started to subside very rapidly. Now last night I did wake up coughing very, very horribly. I don't know, maybe I swallowed a bug. <laughs> they, they do say that you eat like 14 bugs a year in your sleep. Well, 
That's just disgusting. <laughs> well, there's my random little thought for this podcast. Uh, let me remind you to please subscribe here at this point in time or give me a rating. I'd love it. I want to know how I'm doing. Am I hitting some topics that you want to hear? Our, our next segment is going to be uh, treatments for your animals if they do obtain COVID. Okay, so what are the statistics on uh, cats and dogs and COVID-19? We've all heard about the outbreak at the Bronx Zoo that happened uh, where the large cats uh, that became infected with the virus, uh, some tigers and lions, they had coughs and respiratory problems. So what about your cat or your dog at home? Well, dogs have tested positive for the virus. They're very uncommon and they appear to occur after exposure to an infected human family member. Duh! While a few dogs have shown concurrent illness, possibly due to the COVID-19 virus, most of the infected dogs did not show physical signs of illness. So they might test positive and not have any signs. Domestic cats have also tested positive for the virus. Some of the cats became ill with respiratory and breathing problems. One kit one cat did exhibit uh, vomiting and diarrhea. What's my what's my word I made up? Viarrhea. Also, all the positive cats had known exposure to humans with COVID-19. So what do you do in that case? Well, you're just going to treat the symptoms. Uh, they it is an infrequent occurrence. You'll you'll want to call your vet and do a telehealth medicine uh, thing with them. Now, personally, I am going to try and test Boomer for COVID. Uh, I've got one of those tests that Joe Biden sent home to everybody. I'm going to test it on Boomer and see if it turns out positive. We'll see the results. I'll give them to you in the next segment of this so that we can see. Because as I am descending on my COVID uh, outbreak and getting better with every minute, I want to see if I infected my dog because my dog has to sleep with me, okay? So if your dog doesn't have to sleep with you, absolutely don't let him sleep with you in the bed while you've got COVID-19. Uh, normal things, just wash your hands before you care for your pets. Uh, simple simple things like that. Don't cough on your, on your pet. Don't sneeze on your pet. Don't cuddle them or kiss them on the face. So uh, how, do, how do you take care of the, the dog or the cat that has it? Well, you, you just, you're handling the symptoms basically. So rest and fluids and making sure that your dog can uh, breathe <laughs> or your cat. So if any of this is a problem for you, then you definitely want to do a telehealth visit with your vet and yeah, you may need to take your dog into the vet, but don't rush your dog there until they tell you to, because they need to prepare for your dog's arrival. They want to make sure that they're not getting other animals sick with your dog's COVID-19. Okay, so let's move into the next segment where I test Boomer for COVID. Okay, for the exciting conclusion 
of this podcast, I thought I would test Boomer to see if he had COVID. Now, can I stick the swab up his nose? Obviously not. But I did go ahead and smear it around the outside of his nose because guess what? A dog's nose is different than ours. And I did, just for good measure, rub it along his cheek line because although the virus wouldn't be as present there, it still gives me a little bit of assurance that I've got enough of a sample to make a difference. And Boomer's been around us for the last seven days. So when I started feeling, obviously he's been around us for the last seven days. He's been around us for the last six years. So (laughs) when I decided to test him because I plan on seeing uh, family members tomorrow. I have been feeling very good for the last 24 hours. I haven't had a fever for a very long time. I only had a slight fever the very first couple of days. Like I said, I got the monoclonal antibodies and I started feeling amazing right after. Now, no, I am not going to hug them and kiss them. I'm going to stay at a distance. I'm going to wear an N95 mask and I'm not going to touch anybody. I just physically want to see them again because my dad has been in bad health lately. So I want to go and see them. Aha! So there's the test strip. I have a blue line, which that means I did the test correctly, or at least a part of the test correctly. But I see no pink line. So that tells me that Boomer does not have the COVID-19 virus. Is it 100% accurate? No, of course not. Because I did the home test and I did it on my husband and my husband turned positive. I was negative. But then when I went to the immediate care center, I was positive. So is the home test good? Nah. You know, it is what it is. It's better than nothing. So what I have available to me now are the results that Boomer is not positive for COVID. Yes, I've changed the sheets on the bed. Yes, I'm going to change them again. Yes, I'm going to continue to wash my hands before I feed him. No, I'm not going to cuddle and kiss on him for a few more days uh, because I, I don't want the virus to be shedding onto him. So, in short, let me just rephrase that if your pet gets sick with COVID, it's palliative treatment. You're just going to be taking care of the issues at hand with your pet. But let's try and keep your pet from getting COVID. I know no one else can take care of your pet while you're sick with COVID. You're going to have to take care of your own pet. But do some smart things. Wash your hands before you care for them. Empty their litter box. Pick up their poop. All that good stuff. And naturally wash your hands afterwards. Wash your hands before you prepare food for them. Don't share food with your pets. Don't cuddle. Don't kiss. Don't sit there and look longingly into their eyes and breathe on them, sneeze on them, cough on them. Do everything you can to keep them from getting it, even though they're underneath the roof of your house. That's about it. Please... Let me know what you think. Give me a rating. Subscribe. Who knows? Maybe I'll get some sponsors down the road. 
Uh, I've enjoyed doing this segment today. I have not enjoyed having COVID. Let me just stress that. (laughs) I did not enjoy having a week's vacation taken out of my pay for doing absolutely nothing fun. Uh, COVID, you suck. Uh, Let's get back to life, but let's do it safely. Let's do outdoor gatherings. Uh, it's, It's better outdoors anyway. Be good to one another. Uh, It costs nothing to say a kind word to a stranger. It might make their day. I'll talk to you next month. In the meantime, take care. Oh, and the emergency room person told my husband, it's not a matter of if you're going to get this strain of COVID, it's when. So that's why I decided to do it this time on COVID because if I'm this safe and I got it, it's coming, man. It's coming. But don't worry. Get vaccinated. And if you need to, get the monoclonal antibodies. And we'll get back to life shortly. Bye.